I've never been on such an unorganized okay. show in my entire life. <laughs> it's never been more organized than it is in this particular This is episode. organized chaos, everybody. This is the ratio of organized <laughs> to chaos is the very finest in this particular episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's Greasy Conversation. Welcome. Here we are once again. And above all else, I know you've come for the submarine of knowledge. Behold. You need, you need a female voice in there that goes, so greasy. <laughs> <laughs> submarine of knowledge. <laughs> so greasy. <laughs> And there is a bunch of fun stuff I have to talk to you about today. I like where your guests are. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like where my co-host is, where my backup co-host is, where my like spare guests that I had just in case where any of these people are. It's not even first Friday either. Did you you give them the right address? I promise I did. (laughs) And no one has like even uh, hit back. It's like that. It gets closer and closer to the show, and the uh, response situation has become <laughs> only more mysterious. Right. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys have all seen this black hole simulation, Tom. Have you seen this yet, Jay? I have not. So a uh, trippy thing I noticed right away is it's the same as the black hole in Interstellar. And I found out, uh, for those listening on the audio thing, we're looking at there's this a black hole simulation that NASA just released and everyone's talking about getting all mesmerized by it and it looks like rings around a planet but they like bend up in the back inception style and if you've seen the movie interstellar it turns out like behind the scenes style that was one of the first 3d visual visualizations of what a black hole might look like that they did based on the math so even scientists when they saw that uh, rendering done for the movie were like, whoa, this looks like the math in my head. <laughs> and this math looks like a bendy, you know, those things you used to step on and try to balance. And there was like a bouncy one and it looked like a Saturn. Yes. It's like that when you've broken it, <laughs> you just broken the backside. I haven't been necessarily mesmerized, but I have been proud that this was something that was like in a, in a movie by, artists first that then like blew away the scientists when science and math touch i get all excited so that's where things are beginning today it's science and math touching (laughs) the funniest uh math you know that that radio math that's when (laughs) things get real uh wild and crazy with that math on this radio show (laughs) But real talk, if you want to follow along and go into the dive with us, there's a link at our website, woz.lol, or just Google Greasy Conversation. The link for this episode has a link to this Google Doc that I'm looking at right here. And you can dive in along with us. And speaking of math, there was another little math thing here. I'm not going to pull it up. Um, You can click on the link and get in there if you're curious about it. But there is a controversy going on right now, uh, a math controversy, <laughs> where there's certain theorems that are proofs that say like, oh, this proves that two plus two is four. This proves that two is a number and it's positive. 
things like that. Some of these are really complicated and hard for one person to wrap their head around. So the original person that wrote it and wrapped their head around, people just like just trust it and do other math on top of it. But now we've got computers that can actually like check some of these proofs <laughs> and people are suspecting that some of them might be wrong and some of our understanding that we've done like everything on top of might be wrong. And maybe that's where ghosts are hiding. <laughs> Is this math that's wrong? Like, oh, we've got good enough math to make spaceships fly around other objects where you've got a little bit of leeway and rockets that can nudge things a little off if things were a little off. And we've gotten uh, things like the Voyager probes out of the whole solar system after whizzing past multiple planets on their way out. So I think our math's pretty tight on that stuff. But now we're learning more about dark matter and the fact that there's stuff out there having gravity that's most of the stuff out there and we don't know what it is. Have you heard about wimps like in science? No. Okay, check this out. These are weakly interacting massive particles. That's what WIMP stands for. And it's these particles, like a proton or a neutron, or these, uh, or a, um, a better analogy might be like a photon. Photons don't usually uh, have a significant amount of mass. These things have a mass, but they just go right through everything. So because of that, they've been super hard to detect. We've had these giant um, like reservoirs of water underneath mountains so that these sensors in the water and in the mountain would have all this mountain and water in the way of anything hitting them and uh, to try to get something to still hit them. The only thing we've gotten that I'm aware of so far is neutrinos, which are a type of wimp. Correct me if I'm wrong. Argue me in the chats. Fight me. Fight my science. But <laughs> they uh, have been detected by detectors, and there's thousands of them streaming through us all the time, millions even, but they're super hard to detect, and none of the other wimps that are supposedly in the math have been detected. And my thought is if we've got this math controversy where there might be a like a zero instead of a one somewhere deep in this thing that everyone just trusted, and there's this mystery particles in the math, maybe we'll find them if we get the math right, because that's what happened with uh, Higgs boson. You remember all that Higgs boson hype um, but not a lot of people followed up on that about the real exciting part. And that's that it wasn't about that boson. That's like a, that as a particle is kind of like a coordinate on a grid. It's about that grid. It's about the Higgs field. So if you interact with the Higgs field, if it's like sticky to you, then you have mass. That's its whole deal. That's what's special about it. But it was like there in the math, like there should be this particle here. And not that I understand any of the math part of it, but I can get like, there's a particle that should be doing this thing to these things. So if we break these things apart, and that's all the collider did, is it literally smashed tiny things so we could look at what whizzed around. And in the graphics, you can see little dots that like <laughs> spiraled around like chunks of wreckage in a, in a, like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> So we found it that way. That's the thing. That That's was theorized. Cool. Maybe we'll find uh, where the ghosts live. <laughs> Somewhere in the dark matter. <laughs> Similarly, speaking of which, World Ghost Radio Show. That's on. I recommend checking out the schedule page on RadioVegas.rocks because all my favorite shows, I never remember when they're on. So the schedule page is like always up in my Chrome tabs. For some reason, I do. Yeah, you're good at that. <laughs> 
When's Rocky on? Do you have that easy locate? You mean the world goes radio? Yeah. Wednesday nights at 10? Wednesday nights at 10. No, I'm told you. It's 9 o'clock. Wednesday nights at 9. <laughs> so scribble that out because I know you're writing down what I'm saying in pen. <laughs> if you're one of the pencil homies, you can erase it. You do need to check out that show. That's awesome. Yes. World Ghost Radio. Uh, you also do need to write down everything I'm saying in pen also. So... <laughs> Man, I can't stop thinking about the guest that you had on Rockin' Comedy Show yesterday that you're telling me a little bit. I'm not going to make you tell us, like, retell this whole story because you uh, really should check out the recording at rocking, rockingcomedyshow.com. Yeah, you really com. should hear him tell the story. Yeah, he really should. Yeah. But this, it, he'd start out just a, a thing in Cairo as a comedian. Right, yeah, yeah, he's a stand-up comic, pretty well-known, Bill Dawes. And he did a tour for Laugh Factory, and they sent him over to, like, Cairo and Egypt. And he was over there, and uh, he got into some trouble where they literally were going to kill him. And nobody spoke English except for him. So it's very hard to defend something you're being accused of when you don't know what it is you're being accused of. Yeah, when you can't even speak the language. Yeah, basically, they ruled one possibility is that he's a homosexual. And this is, is from seeing him moon monuments. Monuments. They went through and they thought phone. he was going to do that to the pyramids, which uh, apparently is a big no. Yeah. You, you don't do anything to the pyramids. Mooning the pyramids, what was the punishment for that? Uh, well, they were going to, uh, because they thought he was a homosexual, on top of it, they were going to uh, cut his ass off and let it bleed out until he died. Which, like, uh, where is the sword they have around hanging? Like, oh, better grab the well, ass-cutting sword. Well, they took him to a room. He describes it in there. If you listen to it, he describes his place as like a five-story, solid concrete building where when you walk in, you immediately know people have been tortured and killed in there. Uh, it's right out of a movie. So gnarly. And there's like an echo when you talk, and it's just like they're, <laughs> they're not joking around. And he, he was met with the Muslim Brotherhood. Like, it was a serious 47 and a half hours of interrogation, no food, no water, <laughs> oh, no so sleep. Gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't mess with the pyramids. So if you go to rockandcomedyshow.com and download uh, Ass Cut Off until you, until you Bleed Out, <laughs> uh, you'll see that's the episode. Recognizable episode title for the story. <laughs> All that mayhem because there is a couple that humped on the pyramid at night. And made a video of it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. You can you can check that out too. So they're uh, apparently they're apparently on guard of any white couples uh, <laughs> that are near the pyramids. And since they visited him that day, and he happened to be with a couple that was uh, a white couple, he, he he was looped into that. So oh my god! There's so much to the story, so you got to download that episode. It's pretty awesome. On that promotional note, let's pay some Bob Thornton's really quick. Stick around. We've got more coming up. This is Greasy Conversation. If I were to uh, get a hold of your smartphone there and somehow guess your passcode and uh, open things up, of course, the first thing I would do would be to scroll through your photos. We want to see what's going on there. Then I would look through your uh, your history just you know, to get a better idea of who I'm dealing with. And then I would check your calendar to make sure you're planning on joining me live in Las Vegas for the first ever Host with the Most podcast live broadcast. I want to thank Jay and everybody at RadioVegas.rocks uh, for helping me set this up. It's going to be a party, man, and it's happening at the Golden Tiki in Las Vegas. The Golden Tiki is located at 3939. 
29 Spring Mountain Road. If you've been there before, you know this is the perfect place. I'm going to have some of my special Vegas performer friends stopping by, prizes you can win, and I just want to, I want you to hop on the microphone with me. Let's get to know each other. Let's make it a party. The Golden Tiki in Las Vegas, Thursday, October 3rd from 2 to 4 p.m., our first ever live broadcast with the Host with the Most podcast. Ah, it is common knowledge that Radio Vegas rocks, right? Of course it rocks. That's why you tune in all the time. Great music, great shows, great personalities. But did you also know that Radio Vegas rocks also turns you on to great books like my books, Life in the Bonus Round and The Host with the Most, Tales of a Tattooed Television Personality. I love sharing these stories with you here, these shows with you here on RadioVegas.rocks. And I'd love for you to get to know more about me so that we can, in, in effect, know more about one another. My books are available on the merchandise page of my website, ToddNewtonOnline.com. They are also available over on Amazon. Heck, they're even available in audiobook form. You can't beat it. I love the process of writing. I love the process of sharing and storytelling. That's what this show is all about. So please order your copy of Life in the Bonus Round or The Host with the Most today. 100% of the proceeds benefit charities. 100%. I don't keep a single penny. You and I, we're doing good things. We are Naked City Pizza, serving the best pizza in the Las Vegas area. Built from day one to be the most authentic Buffalo pizzeria west of New York, Naked City Pizza Shop does it all from scratch. We make the dough, the sauce, the sausage, cheeses, dressings, every day from fresh ingredients for you. Come into Naked City Pizza Shop for that back home feel and try our chicken wings, chicken finger subs, beef on weck, and don't forget the pizza and more. We are also about to show every Buffalo Bills and Sabres game right here at our shop. Come grab a bite. You will be impressed, not only with the food, but fast service and friendly staff as well. Give us a call or visit us online to learn more or view our menu. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. 
If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389. Do you fear the dark? Do you fear the light? Are you afraid of what you've seen? Are you afraid of what you can't see? What responses, you, you say you're testing it at the house, uh, what, what responses did you get when you were uh, testing it? Uh, I mean, I've heard my full name, Chris's name, uh, just direct replies to questions and stuff. On World Ghost Radio, the paranormal, the spirits, the unexplainable, with your host, Rocky, on World Ghost Radio. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. I'm not saying that like ghosts are a thing or ghosts are this way or that way but i am saying what is that dark matter all about what's that dark energy what's living in the dark whatever what's in these other dimensions that are supposedly mirrors of our own dimension had we made one choice differently anyhow you're back it's greasy conversation on radio vegas dot rocks Welcome. Ooh, it's gurgly at the end. Yes. All right. Welcome back. Before we dig in too far, I want to talk really quickly about one of our news correspondents, Ange Kerfoot. Shout out because she is playing in, uh, there's a play. It's called To Kill a Cop by Michael Monserio. It's the title of the play. I'm not encouraging that you just like do that it's like to kill a mockingbird doesn't have like a lot of killing mockingbirds in it it's complicated anyway she plays a sex worker in this play check it out google it and she's also been selected to compete for ten thousand dollars on a cable tv game show adaptation of clue so if you haven't seen the the cable tv version of clue on your local cable time you might see one of our news correspondents who also just released a music album with me. Uh, look up uh, Into the Whatever. You can find it at greasyconversation.com on the front page. Anyhow, we're back. Crazy Jay is helping us out right now from the Rocking Comedy Show. What's funny is if I just look at this video situation with you uh, audio listeners bear with us a moment but you'll see that we're framed really well the two of us <laughs> super happy with this framing uh even though two other people were planned because i had like a i was gonna have this sneaky dude over here and i had it where you just see his hands and you'd hear him and it was gonna be this mystery guest situation and i just want to bask 
and how much time I put into these camera angles so that we'd have us. He was here six hours early. Six hours. I spent wiggling these cameras, sitting down, bumping them with a broomstick, poking them, uh, peeking over the top of the camera while holding my breath. And I breathed just a moment. And but I don't understand why you did that with your pants off. Well, <laughs> if I want to sense how my viewers are going to be watching this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I had to go into... You wanted to feel liberated. Yeah, I wanted to be like the droplets. I know you ain't wearing clothes. <laughs> All y'all droplining it up. I'm just going to start calling my listeners droplets. Right? I'll share. <laughs> Some people might be like, that's my thing. It's like a grease droplet. <laughs> no, everyone could be a droplet. It could be a pee droplet. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> that's what yours is. You got pee droplets. <laughs> I never think about the droplet status. Of, I'm always thinking about the droplets. I, I treasure each individual droplet. Anyhow, <laughs> that's the sound of the judgment coming down upon Morgan Freeman right now. Are you up on the latest Morgan that Freeman? That he looks like Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it up as a controversy as if it's something that he did wrong. Yeah. Like, it's Morgan it's, Freeman gay. It's not his fault. Morgan Freeman is canceled for, for looking like Hendrix. But I think this is a little overblown. First of all... Uh, I don't. There's very, there's very good similarities. Just take the nose, for instance. Okay. The nose is spot on. Their nose is like the same width and height and protrudes from the face, I dare say, the same amount. Not only that, but if you look at the eyebrow situation and audio folks, we're taking you with us. You're not missing anything on the camera because of our vivid descriptions. But the upper eyelid curves downward on the outer sides like a like a half dome on the ground or like a bubble when viewed from the side. Uh, it's like a, a smiling type of eye, but it looks like an upside down smiley face. So both of them have these uh, smiley eyes. Yes. But man, you might think that the mouths are similar too, but that's where I see the biggest difference. The real question is, can Morgan Freeman play guitar? That's the thing. If we sneak <laughs> one in his lap while he's drunk, I think it'll <laughs> pop out of him. So when you see Jimi Hendrix smile and you see Morgan Freeman smile, Morgan Freeman, you can tell, is a lot more experienced smiling. Well, he's been around longer. Yeah, he's literally older. Yeah. <laughs> the sides of the mouth go up higher on Morgan Freeman. They just don't lift as high on Jimi Hendrix because Jimi Hendrix's resting face is so droopy. He's got a drug mouth. Well, he, yeah, see, he was a druggie, so yeah. that's yeah. He, so he has the mouth of someone that's not putting any effort into mouth muscles because of the on-drug situation. Where Morgan Freeman, his mouth is like under control in every picture. Even all these side-by-sides, the mouth gives it away. Because Jimi Hendrix, his, his mouth is just kind of like, like, like it's the sound of a mouth that's just falling down, just droopy. Whereas Morgan Freeman, he's been working that chomper. <laughs> so the person that got me into guitar uh, when I was a kid, which was uh, like a... He's been working that chomper. Working that chomper, looking at him. <laughs> He's been <laughs> blabbing her up, busting a blab there. Yeah, look, he's got all the tight. His there's no flab in his lips. Come, like he does a lot of narration. Yeah, they have similar <laughs> size lips. It appears genetically, but there's more muscle definition in 
not Hendrix. I love that there's so many different pictures of him <laughs> and <laughs> and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> One picture is all you need. No, but there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> yeah, and I honestly, to prepare for this episode, because I put in the effort to make this worth you recommending to your friends. That was kind of aggressive. You recommend this show to your friends. Those eyes, though. Yeah. I'm, I don't think Hendrix... Well, we don't know. If we could age Hendrix electronically, he'd well, have I'm a droopier sure, mouth. I'm sure you could. Well, I looked into this. I looked at hundreds of these stupid pictures, you guys, for hours. I like fell in a in a, in a Hendrix and uh, not Hendrix. I can't remember both their names at the same time. Freeman, Freeman. Morgan Freeman, Jimmy Freeman, <laughs> Morgan Hendrix over here. Morgan Hendrix. And every picture though, the mouth really shows it off. Oh, I was telling you about this dude. He was like guitar dad of the neighborhood. Uh, he had sons just above and below my age that I hung out with. And I'd hang out with there, and, and he'd pull these guitars out from under the bed. And I found out that he was, among other things, uh, guitar tech for Jimi Hendrix. And he said that when Hendrix wasn't on stage, he'd be barely able to like get like stay upright. That he was in another dimension of on drugs time before he'd hop on stage. And this fits with his mouth situation. Am I showing you guys this large enough? Get in here. Get look look deep into this. Maybe that's what they're keeping at Area 51. Jimi Hendrix's flabby mouth. The, I, the, the fact that they're really the same person. Yeah, there's records. There's documents there. <laughs> if we get in there, we'll find the one file cabinet that has the birth records. <laughs> Real talk, though, if, if you're like thinking that you've got a fresh rabbit hole in here, there's some issues. You probably know already. Freeman started acting uh, his acting career as an extra five years before Jimi Hendrix ever made his first public appearance. So, so they say. <laughs> he could have been shuttled around. There were airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> Hendrix broke in uh, England. If you folks aren't aware, he couldn't be recognized scratch in his homeland. They, uh, his label flew him over to get recognized across the pond. He blew up there first and then came to America as like a British invasion kind of artist, even though he was from And was there. the last performer at Woodstock and nobody watched him play. No! <laughs> it's so legendary to this day, but it was like a, a footnote of the event before. Yeah. It's like, oh, this will be good for the ending credits, this dude, this forgettable <laughs> fella. Not only that, his only charting hit whatsoever was All Along the Watchtower, which is a Bob Dylan cover. Yeah. So Jimi Hendrix is a one-hit wonder, technically. <laughs> None of his hits were appreciated uh, in, in their time as much. He was like a cult, uh, cult following dude. Yeah. So that, that was an interesting dive. Thank you. Let's get back in the submarine. Ooh, it's slicey. The edges are sharp on the submarine. Watch out. Watch your fingers. So now Greg, although he's not here, continued the journalism. Did you hear about this Florida teen, of course, that allegedly stole her parents' debit card to fund a murder-for-hire plot against them. <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that. As if they're not going to see that on the statement and be like, well, hey, it looks like there's a... Well, I'm sure the hitman's like going to code it. <laughs> it's not just going to say hitman. It's going to say, like, pharmacy or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you were a hitman, how would you justify this bill, like, in your billing? Like, how would it appear on someone's credit card statement? 
If I was the hitman? Yeah, how would you do that? Oh, I would like maybe come up with a name like, you know, Final Destination. <laughs> 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 It'll come up on your credit card statement. It's Final Destination. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Event planning? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. I'm certainly, you, you know, maybe something clever. They'll think it's funny, like murder for hire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's totally obscure. <laughs> no one would believe it. Yeah. Like, what's this murder for hire on here? Oh, it's a dinner show. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is if the scheduling is so bad that it shows up on the credit card statement before it's accomplished. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of this? You know, <laughs> well, why'd off. you take the money out while they're still alive? <laughs> Doesn't she look like that person in high school? She looks it? like somebody that lives in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and murders. <laughs> and has a meth problem. Yeah, it's sneaking in. Even if this kid, there, there's some, there's some meth we, in the woodpile somewhere. If we keep reading, bag of meth is going to be in there. It, like, watch. We're going to do a control F right here. <laughs> it's, uh, so I didn't find it on this particular article, but we'll dive deeper. It's one of Greg's articles, so you know that's going to be... <laughs> That's going to be a layer. <laughs> Anyhow, Hala uh, in the... Mom, Dad, I want to tell you how much I love you. <laughs> Can I borrow the credit card? <laughs> I want to get you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, honey. <laughs> it just occurred to me to wonder how she got found what, out. What do, you get you, what do you get your parents that have everything? <laughs> 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 a murder. That's the best tag on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How did they... That's, okay, debit card money withdrew the two different... Man, that's... it's that Kudos to those parents. She's got to have a history. Here's the thing. I, I don't think that I would catch it in time. I think it would be on my statement, and I'd be like, what's that? That's funny. I'll call later. And weeks <laughs> would go by, and I'd be super murdered. My kids would murder me for sure. They were like, the clues were there. How did he not see it? <laughs> there's, there's a receipt here for a hardware store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rope. <laughs> Shovel. <laughs> oh, man. Ange was saying, I just remember this is actually one of her articles. Uh, there's several Greg ones in here, too. But Ange was saying this is why we're not having kids, just specifically so they don't murder us. Because we're so sure our genes are like Well, your friends can like murder that. you, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like there's that kind of internal masochism that uh, our offspring would murder us. You can be murdered without being related to the person. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it, though. Ooh, did the dogs detect? Nah. I thought the dogs detected someone, but I think it's just... I, I think your mystery guest is going to remain know, a mystery. Forever. Mystery <laughs> forever. Oh, and my mystery co-host, backup co-host time. So you're all the backup co-host I need, Jay. Aw. <laughs> you never let me down on radio times. <laughs> I'm so easy to get a hold of here at Radio Vegas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. This needs one of those movies, though. I really need to know... Oh, in June, she posted a picture of herself with the caption, Ruthless. <laughs> Where's the bag of meth? Oh, man. Ruthless. All right. We saw the black whole time. Oh, check it out. So imagine you're at Disneyland. You decide to take LSD. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know this story. Also, you're in Paris. It's Disneyland Paris, by the way, for what that's worth. 
And um, unlike if I were to get lost at the Disneyland in Anaheim, this person had a search party happen. Because I'm pretty well, sure. Well, Euro Disney's a little bigger than Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. Disneyland's small compared to the other lands. That's true. Yeah. It's just a little chunk. Because he, he didn't buy up the land around it like he did all the others. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I'm just saying Anaheim, harder to get lost in. But in Paris, oh, my gosh, the register. Let's, so shout out to the register for popping up stuff. But I don't think you've got not much to look at here. Dude tripped. Hundred and something people found him naked. And I'm sure his friends and family were happy to find him. And I'm sure he was pretty embarrassed <laughs> to just get discovered sloshing along in the Adventureland swamp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> What's all the hubbub about? <laughs> oh, man. If you're going to do LSD for the first time, Disneyland's probably not the place. Oh, no, not the, the first. The big characters walking around with the big heads and <laughs> all the colorful things you're going to see. It's just... There's so many people that are afraid to do a hallucinogen because they're like, what if I have a bad trip? How do I make sure I'm not going to have a bad trip? This is how. That's why you do it at home. (laughs) You experiment at home. This is literally, this would have been a bad trip without the LSD if you just did the same actions. So just don't take yourself on a bad trip. We had a guy, we used to do these trips out out in uh, the Barstow Desert. We called them Desert Fest. We used to have bands play and all this stuff. And it went on for years. We did like 14 years of them. And one night, uh, a brother of one of the guys that always another decided he was going to do shrooms for the first time. <laughs> on this. Ex- on this, yeah. And where everything else is weird. Let's add one more weird. Right. You know, people just you know, usually just drank and, and, did pot and smoked <laughs> pot and stuff. And, and, and the rest was, you know, here and there. So he decided he was going to. He was going to do shrooms. He's never done drugs in his life, but he decided this was the night. This is it. I've I've never driven a car before, so I'm going to start with a monster truck. Right. I'm just going to try that first. And it's going to be a stick shift. Yeah. And it started at like 1 o'clock. So it it kicks in at like 1 o'clock in the morning. We're all like in our tents. We're we're, We're trying to go to sleep. And all of a sudden, in the distance, we hear animal noises oh. <laughs> and we're like is that a cow like and we're like bruce go to bed <laughs> <laughs> and then he like he would like he would do other and we're like stop doing animal noises and then he like he went into like the trumpet <laughs> and we're like oh my god finally he like it gets silent but then like about two hours later we hear help help <laughs> It's, he's like, it's, it's hot. I'm, I'm burning. It's hot. We're like, Bruce, shut up. Like, it was <laughs> like, it's in the middle of the desert. There's nobody around. It's pitch black. And we just, everybody can hear, ow, it hurts. <laughs> Come to find out the brother of Bruce gets out to go see what's wrong. And he starts yelling, everybody, we need help. Everybody. And we're like, oh my God, something horrible has happened. He was so messed up on these mushrooms, he had fallen and rolled into the fire that was just red hot ash, and he was literally burning. Oh, he, no. He burnt half of his body. Oh, my gosh. neck down. 
and his clothes were all on fire. They had to airlift him out by helicopter. And meanwhile, you guys were like, shut up, man. Because we all night he was doing animal noises. He was like, there was a cougar. We're like, there's no cougars out here. You know, and so they, they had to airlift him to the Barstow uh, Emergency Hospital. And he was literally on fire. Like, uh, he was burning. And oh uh, yeah, it was awful. And it was like, this is why you don't experiment with drugs out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's just, you just don't do it. Set and setting, people. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's the craziest thing I've ever known. <laughs> did he end up like scarred up and stuff? Yeah, yeah he did skin grafts. He weeks and months oh, of skin man. grafts. And uh, I saw him a couple years ago. And it, he doesn't look as bad as he did, but you can tell he got messed up. And he's. Never drank since then. He stopped smoking pot, and he's never done another drug. I can tell you he did too much, for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. But, you know, I was just like, wow. And nobody believed it. Like, it was, it was really bad because everybody just thought he was messing around yeah. again. And we're like, he was literally so out of it and couldn't move that he was just, ow, it hurts. I'm burning. And it was like, he was so <laughs> calm and mellow. <laughs> like it was just like wow, so yeah, that was a that was a crazy time. So, oh. so if you're gonna do that stuff and never done it before, do it at home. It's yeah, get a spotter. Lock yourself in your room. Yeah. <laughs> you're, How, you're safe in there. You gotta have a shaman with a <laughs> with a hallucinogen. You gotta have a buddy that's done it before. Not a naked out. Indian walking through the desert no. giving you peyote. I mean, <laughs> if you can afford it. Not your first time. <laughs> Not your first time. Oh, man. I have the worst peyote story. Like, literally the worst. Uh, I challenge, seriously challenge me for a worst peyote story. Um, I don't mean worse, like, worse stuff happened. It, it's worse than that. I bought, spent money on five little peyote buttons. They come in buttoned. So I had these little buttons, and the person was like, I don't know. They're not the <laughs> freshest. I don't know how potent they are. And I have never seen, like, a real peyote button. So for all I know, these were, like, little stumps or little fuzzy, gross mushroom things because they were gross looking, and each one tasted grosser than the previous. But after hours, I mean seven, eight hours, nothing happened except that it tasted gross in my mouth. Not even like a tinge of kind of this was something. And he was like, oh, they sat on my dashboard for a while or something. I think I was seriously sold like a, like a chunk of a yucca or like a piece of Joshua tree or something. <laughs> so, and then that's it. It's like the most. Uh, so nothing happened. Yeah, it's the worst thing. <laughs> I wasted money. I tasted gross things and I didn't even like. Uh, get to be a phoenix. I've seen you eat gross things, so it, it's. But I'm not the eat gross things guy. There's just certain rare situations. It's usually been something painful, in order to get headphones. <laughs> not these though. Thanks, Kicker. <laughs> Kicker didn't put put us through, make us eat anything gross. <laughs> Kicker studio, studio, y'all. If you want fancy headphones like either of us, real plug, real shout out, Kicker. I've got the Tabor model. I don't remember the name of that model, but they're very much like uh, Beats with uh, the metal situation where it's a, a machine made the metal nicely machined. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> if you like headphones that have that cool metal, 
situation. <laughs> these these block things well. These have been cozy in the airplane. Anyway, headphone it up. Get kicker. Kick, kick it. Get kicking. Kick things. So, moving on. Other news items. That's right. So, apparently, scientists now are saying not just uh, people that theologianize, but actual science folk. They're saying your mind isn't confined to your brain or even your body. It's not uh, something that lives in your body or it's just its own thing. It's this combo of the two and yet neither. And the way that it got put the best is that it's like a shoreline. I know it sounds like I'm just diving right into something kind of <laughs> halfway from the side. But there's a sick article about how the mind is a shoreline. And I think it kind of is uh, behind the way people tend to function differently and then not understand people that function differently from themselves but are still functional. And I've been saying for a long time that in the forces that pull human beings either to the right or to the left, whatever the right and left means uh, to how you're categorizing it, these polarizing things are kind of like what polarizes our own internal arguments. So we fight with ourselves internally. There's things that we get as emotions and feelings, and there's not a single person that doesn't uh, have like an inner dialogue that battles with things like that. And this coastline gets <coughs> described awesomely in this article. You got to check it out. I'm just going to read like a chunk of it that I think is like a metaphor for like right versus left politically even. So this dude says uh, his name is Siegel in the article, not like Siegel. Like uh, on the coastline, that's like, Caw! eats your Jonathan French fries. Livingston seagull? Yeah, it's like that kind of seagull. <laughs> it's not the French fry eating kind. It's like the bugsy kind. Anyway, in math, complex systems are self-organizing. And seagull believes this idea is the foundation to mental health. Math up in there again. I'm not talking like writing down formulas and stuff. This is math someone else can do for you. And you can just reap the mathy benefits. Again, borrowing from the mathematics, optimal self-organization is... Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. This means that without optimal self-organization, you arrive at either chaos or rigidity. And that's, that, that thing blows my mind because I thought, you know, there's a force in life. Everything that's a living thing tries to organize matter, tries to organize molecules and make offspring and per perpetuate information in the form of this offspring. Like we pre perpetuate information on how to succeed as people. Other animals perpetuate their animal skills and the information of their genes. And it's all organization. And I thought the opposite of that, the force working against that was entropy to where uh, everything just tends to dissolve and get disorganized and your office gets messy and stars decay and everything decays into entropy without this like life uh, force of organization that living things do but according to this uh, that chaos that disorganization that is entropy is only one of two things that things can uh, descend into the other is rigidity the other is this extreme level of organization that there's no there's no fun anymore there's no surprises there's no uh, unexpected happy accidents there's none of that and that also fits with the fact that successful life forms 
tend to have a certain amount of mutation that's allowed. Like people are supposed to have mutations and offspring are supposed to have differences from one another so that they're pitted against each other. And that that's like this happy balance that we should search for and enjoy politically too is my metaphor on top of it. Otherwise, you get this uh, either a stereotypically Republican, too rigid, oh, those people aren't fun, or this chaos of these people are irresponsible and uh, they allow too much, they don't have enough order uh, for things to be safe and uh, reliable. And there's an argument on either side of most issues that's valuable. But even when it comes down to like molecules or math or suns and galaxies or even just people's politics, it's a, a lesson in balance. Balance. <laughs> so that's your takeaway uh, so far tell your friends uh, we're not over yet we've got another hour coming up but now we're gonna pay some S. Preston Esquires gonna pay some Bob Thorntons and let you just stew around on that for a little bit just stew Kicker Audio check it out Mario they uh, hit me up the guys from Kicker they said Jay you have done a fantastic job promoting these headphones. And, they're uh, awesome. They're all over Facebook. You have tweeted them. We know that you love the headphones. But how come you haven't talked about this wireless Bluetooth bullfrog we have? And I said, well, to be honest with you, you never sent me one. We don't have tested. Within 24 hours, there was one delivered to my house. So now, this is going to blow your mind, Mario. This is... <laughs> You're impressed. No dead space. Speakers on both sides. Isn't that awesome? Very impressed. Uh, Kicker Audio, everybody. You got to go there. Check them out online. Kicker Audio. Living loud. At Albo Pizza, our mission is to bring a menu of savory Italian classics and tasty American fare to the city of Las Vegas. Combining a classic menu of Italian favorites and American fare, Albo Pizza was designed with a variety of palates in mind. United by fresh ingredients prepared daily, all our recipes are homemade, hand-tossed, and hard to resist. Explore their popular pizza offerings or branch out with our burgers and chicken wings. Whichever way you go, their menu is prepared to please. Located at 1510 South Las Vegas Boulevard next to Dino's. Visit them online at www.albopizzalv.com or find them on Facebook. For delivery, call 702-333-2526. Hey, Radio Vegas Rocks listeners. It's your favorite troublemaker, Sober Sal, from the Not Playing Stupid Podcast. I'm headed to Summer Meltdown this weekend to partay. And do you think this degenerate has time to sober up or take a shower to that four-day music festival? No, ain't gonna happen. The cool things I don't need to. I got dude wipes. Dude wipes are your typical ass wipes. Dude wipes are made from plant-based fibers and are actually certified as flushable. Not only are dude wipes alcohol fragrance-free, they're also lined with aloe and vitamin E to ensure your anus isn't so heinous. So go to dudeproducts.com and use checkout code SHARTWEEK and you can receive additional 15% off your entire order. Someone has to take care of your ass. It might as well be you. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. 
What is Jesse Ray's Barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View by the smell alone, you're going to know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about, as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip. Their sauces are available for purchase. When people ask you how do you like Jesse Ray's Barbecue, you'll say like most people I know, I don't like it, I love it. Jesse Ray's Barbecue is 100% legit. Stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue-loving lips. Mention Radio Vegas.rocks for 10% off your order. Jesse Ray's, located at 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Come in, take a bite, find out why they're so award-winning. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-238-4840. 800-238-4840. That's 800-238-4840. I love it. It's time for Two Clueless Dudes. We were on like a little bus going to Disneyland Paris, and this guy, whose name is Mark, we discover, um, is sitting in front of us. We're right directly behind him and his wife. And then all of a sudden, his wife starts hitting him on the chest. I was like, Mark, 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 quick, somebody help him. <laughs> he's, got, he's like foaming from the mouth. He's got like stuff coming out of his mouth, and he's turning purple. So I have to scooch in front of my wife, lean over his chair, and then... Oh. So I give her the I give him the hiney lick, and then like a second later, <laughs> and he starts breathing. Never once did him, his wife, or his kids turn to me and say thank you. No way. Two clueless dudes. Every Friday at 7 p.m. on Radio Vegas Rocks. That's right. You can also check out Two Clueless Dudes. Just going to twocluelessdudes.com and checking out some past episodes. I highly recommend it. But right now, this is Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. So mysterious. So Jay found this picture where Rosie O'Donnell and Tom, Tom Cruise look creepily the same. I just sent it to you on your messenger. Oh, man. I don't have my messenger pulled up on this computer. You guys, you got to take my word for it. Some of these celebs aren't the same celeb. <laughs> Excuse me. Can they see that? I'll make, I'll make it lookable. <laughs> so let's pause a moment. Take a look at this radio listeners. Basically, what's going on is, you know, it's, it's Tom Cruise and also Rosie O'Donnell looking like the same person. You didn't leave it there long enough for them to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Coming in. 
right. Gotta share and grow and grow and learn and share and learn and grow. And uh, check out this suction robot. Oh, what up, Michael Duber? Hey, Jay. What up in the chat? Oh, this is Greasy Conversation, and I have to tell you, if you're beholding on my Facebook profile or the Greasy Conversation YouTube, I those streams, I goofed on getting them going the first half of the show, but you can still see the first half of the show on Jay Bird's Facebook, or if you just go to YouTube and find Radio Vegas Rocks, all one word, it'd be a great time to have We have Magician Tommy Wind watching us right now. Uh, Magician Tommy great to have you was it i'm not familiar is his last name tommy wind what a cool w-i-n-d yeah now at the new not hooters hotel what is it o-y-e is that what they're calling it now yeah it's a collection of letters that look handsome near each other right that's how we (laughs) he's got a show there i don't know if it started yet but he's moving over there you can't miss it it's behind the hooters it's just classied up it didn't move behind the Hooters. It is Hooters. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still it's, it's still called Hooters in the front of it. The no. restaurant's still there in the front, isn't it? <laughs> Are they still just wearing orange in there and throwing me off? <laughs> yeah, I thought the restaurant time was still going on in front, but who knows? Yeah. It's a, it's, they had to gussy it up for this gentleman to get it all he classied. He says it's O-Y-O. O-Y-O. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a, it's a, these are sounds of celebration. He begins October 17th. See? I knew I was close. <laughs> nice. I pay attention, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Proper. Yeah. So for you other attention payers, uh, I'm going to post on the website a video that's the full show, and uh, you can see the first half. Either because I was an unscheduled guest today. Yeah, everything was <laughs> unique today. This is a very special show. I posted. I told you guys it was going to be a weird one. So thanks for partying on with the hassle. Uh, the first half, I mean, that first hour of the show, it is the first half of the show, yeah. I totally said some deep stuff that will affect your heart and your feeling about your place in the universe and the spirit of balance that you can have in your daily life to feel complete as a person. So don't miss that. <laughs> <laughs> with that plug, you know, I, I, don't, I can't just joke about feeling complete as a human being and achieving a zen-like balance. No. And the secret might be in that other hour of the show. So stop watching this and go watch. No, <laughs> hang out for this part. It doesn't have to be in the right order. You all might be wondering, video folks, what the heck is in the upper right corner of my screen right now? Uh, folks on that feed, I know you can't see it the same, but you can look it up. It's called The Barnacle. And again, anything that you're missing on your video feed or, or listening uh, or however you're getting the situation... There is notes on greasyconversation.com, our actual document with our sources, so you know we ain't lying. I love the barnacle. We love the barnacle here today. <laughs> We're here. Because I'm going to tell you why this is not going to work. <laughs> tell me what, you, you think there's going to be a problem with the barnacle? Well, yeah, they think it's going to you know, stop people from driving. I'm going to roll my window down, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to stick my head out. Yeah, I thought of this too. But it turns out they have also thought of this. <laughs> the barnacle is equipped with GPS, and it knows if the vehicle moves, and it sends cops all OJ and after you. Oh, yeah, well, that's very smart. 
So it, they track where you end up. I don't think they hunt you right then. They wait for you to park, then they pounce. <laughs> the bar. Is there not another name <laughs> like they could come up with? The barnacle. Well, like, let me describe it real quick. It's why it's called this. This thing is two suction cups, like a big giant yellow book. You open the giant plastic yellow book, and two suction cups hold tight to the windshield. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> It's a hungry little barnacle. There's a whole bunch of names they could have come up with. <laughs> what Can't drive. It? Can't drive 55. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a model number in it, too. We got that. So Can't drive stupid. 55. All right. What was some other sea creatures you could name this after? I can't think of anything better than the barnacle. Everyone loves the barnacle. Why don't you just call it, like, the Sasquatch? <laughs> Grabby Joe. Yeah. Uh, blocky Jimmy. How about the no-go? The no-go. All right. Come on. The, the barnacle is like <laughs> so dumb. That's like, a, that's like a nautical term. We're nowhere near the ocean. But it's to cheer you up when you're that. See, in Vegas, you actually get parking tickets several times before they employ a boot on you or now the barnacle. But the no-go. The no-go. <laughs> That's what that should be called. They no-go you. But here's the scenario we're going to be glad it's called the barnacle. Like, oh, shit, I've been no-go. I got no-go. Yeah, man, that's good. That's <laughs> that good sounds idea. way better than the barnacle. Let's make a knockoff that <laughs> just uses, like, uh, several little suction cups instead of two big ones or, so we don't have the same patent. Or we sell the we sell the device that takes it off your window. <laughs> the yes go. <laughs> the yes go. <laughs> What's something that removes barnacles? It's like WD forty. Yeah. Oh, it's called yeah. something like that. Right. <laughs> I don't know. How do you get barnacles off? Holler at the chat. <laughs> so this thing, I, I imagine you're that person that's. Uh, you could bust the windshield and then just leave the thing there on the side of the road. Honestly, the parking fee you have that's bad enough to get the barnacle is probably less than your windshield anyway <laughs> you just get it on your car insurance yeah oh they probably have thought of that too because if they have to clean up glass and they're like well when we put the barnacle on you we caught your license plate so now that there's a pile of glass to clean up but if they put the boot on your car you're not driving anywhere so this is this is really kind of overkill i feel like it's so the traffic people don't have to kneel down and get hit and get in the road they can just slap it on the windshield. It doesn't weigh that much. It's like yellow plastic. And, you know, you see you see the barnacle and you're like, oh, I got barnacled. Oh, shucks. Like on the other side of it, when you're in the car, it should show you what the violation is. Yeah. <laughs> your fee is $175. Did you know that you can pay on an app on your phone and then the barnacle will release and you can throw it in your trunk and just go and, and just promise that and you drop it off? And then it's the no, no go let you go. No go let you go. <laughs> That was supposed to be an encouraging sound. I don't have these organized right. It was supposed to be this situation. There you go. Now you can barnacle away. Yeah. It makes that sound when you can debarnacle too. <laughs> so ridiculous. So you you have to really do a lot of parking violations to even get a boot in this city. So these barnacle people, they're they're ripe to test on. These are real scummy folks. This is good for people that like to drive around with no license plate yeah. because they have an expired tags. Totally, which you see all the time. And they're like, oh, I didn't know my license plate was missing. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Must have fallen <laughs> off. Like you, you pull up behind one and you're like, we haven't had blue tags in eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how does that sticker that color? Yeah, how is that? How did he get a blue one? <laughs> 
man, how do these people just magically drive where there aren't cops? Yeah. Like every eighth car in this city is a cop. They always they always act as if they're surprised. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did know. Oh man, one time I didn't know my license had an issue though because I someone was legit stealing mail. This isn't the time for me to complain about people stealing my mail. But can you believe people do that? Yes. <laughs> they think there's something good in there. Yeah. But there was. I was getting all kinds of cool knickknacks from China. You should mail yourself poop <laughs> in a really cool package and see if somebody steals it. That is the best. <laughs> then they go, oh, shit. <laughs> it really is. Oh, that would be the best. Just write <laughs> diamonds on the box. <laughs> uh, chocolate truffle. Yeah. <laughs> Finally wrap it like it's a... Put it in a nice little... little Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. <laughs> in a nice little empty box. Just these little chocolate droplets. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ferrero Rocher. You yeah. know I've been practicing saying that for just this moment. <laughs> Almond Rocas. <laughs> you just put some cat turds in there. <laughs> Cats are just so distinguishable too Yeah, especially when they're in the kitty litter box They look like almond rocas but They don't smell that much, they dry up nice Well, they do, so you does an almond roca <laughs> Dip them in chocolate too So it's. Oh man, we got plans Got some plans for this Okay, so All because of the barnacle I can't get over the barnacle <laughs> Just the name sucks <laughs> It should have more it, it, it should be intimidating Like the enforcer you know, it's got, the barnacle is a laughable thing. I know. It's so it should fun. be called like the enforcer or yeah, just something that's it's gonna, you don't want to get the enforcer. Like it's, it should scare you. Both halves of it <laughs> should each have an angry eye on it. So it looks like your car has angry eyes when it's on there. <laughs> and they should move. Yeah. Little googly eyes. <laughs> or they should have sad eyes. Like it's because you, you can't go now. No, sad eyes. <laughs> it looks like your car has got It A's. shouldn't be called the barnacle. They really should have thought that out. Having your car look like it's got 80s sunglasses. That'll be the best. Look at that USB port on it. Man, we could make this barnacle. The key switch. Yeah. Number pad, GPS. <laughs> and look at that super difficult to use boot. That's such a pain. We need like $8,000 worth of barnacles to stop that clumsy boot situation. Look at that. I like the idea we can get people to pay and move their damn car sooner. Because, you know, it's people from like the next state over. I'm not saying Arizona, but I'm not not saying Arizona. Just like leave the Utah. junk cars lying They're around. the next state over too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you're right in theory, but when I see like a junk car lying around or something that like barely runs well enough to cut me off on the freeway, it's not usually a Utah plate. It's usually, and I'm not saying California. It's, yeah, it's usually <laughs> California. <laughs> I want to rag on Arizona more, but no, I described California for sure. We're like their garbage. Your cars run down just like your state. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're like just a garbage play place for them. This is like the we're like the ball pit that kids poop in yeah. for that whole state. Yeah. <laughs> the barnacle sounds like something California came up with. I know. Because they're no they're near the ocean. <laughs> they have, they've seen actual barnacles. Yeah, they know what that is. We should be it should be called the enforcer. I'm going with that. I like the no go. Yeah. The no go's good too. No go, and then you get yes go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I like that there's an app involved too. Everything's turning to app time, yeah. which is like uh, a giant step from, I, you know, there was a time when I thought our DMV was like ahead of the curve. We're like online. We got the online DMV. We're one of those online government states. But now monitor resolutions have changed so much that if you go to my DMV to like renew your license or your registration. Now, I'm, I'm, I know there's people, you probably live somewhere where you can't do that online at all. But when we do it online, it's this narrow strip of website in the middle of the screen with like dead space on either side because it was for screens that were like a third the size. <laughs> you have to like zoom in. You have to highlight parts. You have to find another browser. You have to like uh, print it out and sign it and scan it again and all this craziness. We just skipped right to app time. That'd probably be nice. It'd probably fit on a cell phone screen, that crazy website anyway. But no, I've tried to go on a phone and like icons are on top of each other and that whole mess. Can't scroll. Can't scroll. It's a, there's no fancy rhyme for that. We need a scrolly town. If you don't live in a scrolly town, what kind of town do you live in? Anyway, I'm soapboxing. (laughs) (laughs) Check out this. This is the second rock that's flown through our solar system that we know didn't come from our solar system which i didn't know this was a new thing until Aumuamua. if i'm saying it right we report on this in an earlier episode you can use the search function on the greasy conversation website but Aumuamua was the first uh thing that we knew by its trajectory and by being able to you know science it up check its color all detailed telescope it down uh Ladies, telescoping it down, uh, we were able to find out uh, that it wasn't like these other comets that we've grown up with. You know, I thought like Halley's Comet and all these things that you're supposed to drink Kool-Aid and go live forever on were coming from other solar systems and stuff. But these are all just things that orbit our situation just far out and come back. This dude, this fella, which is still named like a traditional comet, even though it came from a far enough place borisov also 2i slash borisov which means like the second interstellar homeboy and borisov the person that discovered it this is only the second thing that we've been able to confirm came from somewhere else but it turns out now that we've got the ability to detect things like this which i thought we would have when i was a kid it's crazy how some space science stuff is really fresh but uh this fella we, I wanted to tease about what is it made of in the promo time, and thank you for sticking up this whole time, hanging out just to find out what this dang thing is made of compared to other comments. barnacles. <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> but let me be suspenseful. Hold on. Nope, this one. It's made of Jello. <laughs> The same stuff as other comets. It's just ice and rockets like the other comets. It's just, but but what's exciting about this, there is an exciting takeaway. Uh, It's not just a tease. That means uh, more confirmation that other solar systems are similar to our own. If comets from other places in the galaxy are made of similar stuff, then that means possibly planets that are a similar distance from their sun as ours is to our sun in these habitable belts. Maybe they're made out of similar stuff. We talked about one last episode that uh, we can tell by the light going through it and off of it that it's watery. We just don't know if it's crazy watery like Venus or if it's like okay watery like our place. Like there's still some places to to sit your ass down that are less wet. (laughs) 
And then who knows if the water's like less wet, <laughs> bleachy or methaney or who knows. But uh, it's exciting. It's exciting space time. There's all kinds of space stuff going on. We want to keep you in the in the space loop. There's a cool simulation we're looking at. It's just buzzes past. It was about as far away from us as we are from the sun. So that's eight light minutes. If you guys didn't already know, fun fact, light minutes, eight of them. So if the sun blew up right now, it'd be eight minutes before we actually knew that was going on. And then eight seconds to the moon. And there's this weird thing that happened where the moon and the sun are proportionate in size to their distance from us. And that's why we get eclipses where the, we just have that tiny hair around the moon. <laughs> it's just barely smaller than what the sun looks like to us. Weird, suspicious coincidence time. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of situations out there that are, that are weird that we're still discovering. Just barely starting to find other planet towards at all. So who knows? They might all have a, a chunk lining up that, that way. Things find a balance. Some things end up a certain way because that's the balanced way. This number eight might be significant in all this balancing going on. Anyhow, I've killed that word, the B word. Uh, that's like the theme of the episode is like balance time. But uh, speaking of themes, now this is a shorter one. Don't run off because I saved the juiciest ones for the end. But this is the last session we have together of paying some Bob Thorntons. Hang out and <laughs> stick around. This one's my favorite. It's non-staining, tastes great. And there's been actual studies that show when you see semen splashed around. Yes, I mean male reproductive juices. When you see semen around in a situation that you're intending to be erotic, uh, men tend to orgasm sooner when they see that someone has already done that around. So if you have a lubricant that resembles semen, it's going to inspire you to produce more of your own sooner. <laughs> you come up with that. It's, it's serious study time. There's science behind this product, and I support <laughs> it with this research. Hella research. Like, seriously, hella research. Let's face it, every once in a while, we all need a little help. A call to the bullpen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a product for you. Rick Knucklecock here to tell you about an exciting new product called Spunk Lube. Yes, Spunk Lube, the all-water soluble lubricant that'll help you perform in the bedroom. Yes, Spunk Lube. You can use it to loosen pickle jars, play a game of hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. Use it to grease your ball bearings. Do you have a squeaky back door? Squeaky. Need to glaze a ham? Or how about frosted donut? Frosted donut. Yes, Spunk Lube. And boy, do I have an offer for you. If you call now and mention RadioVegas.rocks and order three jars of Spunk Lube, you get two for free. They often say two's a crowd, but three's a party. Spunk Lube. Visit us at SpunkLube.com. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? Yeah! 
The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. -E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1658. 877-857-1658. That's 877-857-1658. It's time for two clueless dudes. If you are interested in getting the the nacho box, <laughs> the new nacho box nacho from Taco from, Bell, from Taco Bell in Las Vegas, in the you, entire valley, you are SOL. Here's why. There was a commercial plane that crash landed into the warehouse in California. Aww. I don't know if California is affecting out all of their nachos, every all their tortilla chips. Wow. No, seriously. Yeah, it like took out all of the on the Western Hemisphere. So all tortilla chips caught fire. The and there's apparently warehouse? a corn so shortage. Yeah, now now uh, now the valley is also short on corn. Two clueless dudes. Every Friday at 7 p.m. on Radio Vegas Rocks. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. Behold, it's Greasy Conversation. We're back. Jay is here from the Rock and Comedy Show, and we are... So weird. Excuse me. Yeah, we are dealing with internal struggles and external alike and trucking along. The, the moral is to truck. And I have to skip to the funniest thing that got neglected episode, neglected last episode. Have you seen this emotional support shoe yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Check out this product, ladies and gentlemen. For the audio folks, I'll describe it. It's a shoe in a bag, just a single child's shoe. And, and the top shows a child uh, snuggling the shoe, rubbing the shoe on her face for emotional support. And it says, I love mine shoe. And it says it clams and soothes. And it says what? <laughs> it clams and soothes. Clams and soothes. Yeah. It doesn't have the, the crispest English. And this was found, this is in a, a, a post in a forum on Facebook for thrift store finds. This was another killer find by Ange Kerfoot, Hala, and I did a little deep, little diving on this product here. At first, we were like, <laughs> where did you find this gender-neutral emotional support shoe? It clearly... Does it say gender-neutral? Gender <laughs> no, it says gender-natural. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gender-natural. Also, the kid has a crisp unibrow. Like, the kid has a clearly added later on which is why they need the emotional support shoe because <laughs> of that unibrow just beyond you like thorough unibrow. one brow one shoe <laughs> that's all there is to it uh, emotional support shaver 
So I found a little. Did you have one lace? <laughs> Do you have single shoes with more than one lace on them? Because that's ballin'. Do you remember when that was a thing? You'd have like two or three shoelaces on each shoe. No, I don't remember that being a thing. Oh, if you were American hard enough. American. Yeah. I wear slip-ons because I'm fat and lazy. I don't want to bend over to tie my shoes. That sounds European. <laughs> well, whatever it is. <laughs> Gets the it's, job done. It's comfortable and I like it. <laughs> I like your slippies, though. They look like, like Star Trek-y because the, 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 the strappy parts go diagonally. Yeah. Like you're ready for another like an alien world to be beamed down on it and also not have to work hard to put your shoes on. Wow, you really studied my <laughs> shoes. Like, looked at them so good. Yeah. I'm jelly. It's almost kind of creepy. <laughs> I want shoes like that. <laughs> you want my emotional support <laughs> shoe? <laughs> it's the footwear of kings. Of <laughs> <laughs> all things to emulate from you. <laughs> the footwear of kings. <laughs> we'll show my old ass shoe up there. <laughs> Fit for a king. Made for a joker. This <laughs> <laughs> king's done a lot of walking around. This yeah. king's beat this shit up. The king can't afford like a fresh pair. <laughs> <laughs> the king should think about getting a horse. <laughs> So I, I found the logo in the corner of this and decided to look into it. And uh, I found out that it's, I found a site. The company is called Obvious Plant. It's not a real uh, company. It's this Obvious. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering, is this a product that there's multiple of, or did someone just make this bespoke unit just to plant it? And the, the name says it all, Obvious Plant. It's supposed to be the obvious plants, and it's this person's art project, but also they sold them, and there's a ton of these. Check it out. This one's, uh, they're all like a plastic figurine with hilarious marketing. This one's called New Daughter. Finally, a good one. Wait, <laughs> New Daughter? New Daughter. Finally, a good one. Successful, calls often, not worried or embarrassing in any way. <laughs> oh, there's multiple versions. New Son. Successful calls often. Okay. It's just different views of the same. So these were for sale for a second. I don't know if they made more than one. We have to find out if you can get them. Right? So as far as the Birthday website, snakes. Birthday snakes. <laughs> these all say sold out, but the links in the, in the news notes I've been telling you about. These all need to be prizes on the Rock and Comedy Show. There's two birthday snakes that look the same, and you're supposed to treat them differently. On the left, hug this one. Feed some chips, maybe a kiss. On the right, hate this one, deserves ridicule. Throw in trash. <laughs> so the two birthday snakes have entirely different lives you're supposed to give them. Wow, more toys should have that. Funeral kazoo. So there's a guy with his head in his hands and a kazoo. Because that's what I'm thinking about at a funeral. <laughs> Drowns out sobs and wails. <laughs> Better than bagpipes. Oh, this is killer. Weird dogs. And it's a bunch of horses. <laughs> Weird dogs. Plastic horses. This is just a frog that says, I hate you this much. Wow, you suck. Please go away. And it's just arms are out. All right. This is killer stuff. I highly. I need this link. Highly. <laughs> stupidest animals. And it's a penguin. Looks stupid. Can't fly. Is shaped like an egg. You have to be able to buy these. Yeah. I mean, I think these are 
bespoke. Cause see, they're all sold out. Can't be. Revengers. Fashion rats. See, so Revengers nighty night. It's just repackaged, like night toy. Endless tussle. <laughs> they tussle. <laughs> we have to look at these fashion rats, though. Yes! It's this gnarly rat with, <laughs> crammed in this box with, like, pink scissors and a comb and stuff. Oh, look, it's got pink lipstick on. Make me beautiful. Do a makeup. Paint the her nails. The teeth, though. Oh, man. Sewer beauty. Fashion rats. Sewer beauty. <laughs> Wow. All right, so check that out. That's a bonus feature at the bottom of the news. Obvious plant. Oh, there's video games, too. This is a Super Nintendo game called Moon Humper. <laughs> I want to hump the moon. Bill Dawes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moon. Oh, man. Crap planet. The Ninja Turtles escape the cra this crap planet. Ah, <laughs> I remember that space Ninja Turtle. Anyhow, highly, highly worth checking out. Emotional support shoe. That's the best one. And spookily enough, that mysterious shoe isn't on the website anywhere. I can't find any online record. So this person made so many of these bespoke products and planted them that they left ones to just get found and get in social media in the universe without even putting them on the web themselves. So we might be... Some like one of the only broadcasters that have ever spoken about the emotional support shoe. <laughs> this is an exclusive, you guys. Tell your friends exclusive things happen here. <laughs> All right. We've got... Oh, okay. Greg, in his infinite journalism, has another fun question for us to dig around in ourselves. You can play along at home. Maybe this is an ongoing question over multiple episodes, but... What was the worst song slash band for you during high school? Or or one that you can't believe you listened to? And Limp Biscuit is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and so's Nickelback. Yeah. They were not they were they were not around while I was in high school. They were. Nickelback broke when I was in high school, but it started with Leader of Men. And that wasn't a break for the rest of the nation. And when did you graduate? I graduated in two thousand one. See, they were not for me. No, but here's the trick. Leader of Men, if you're not familiar with that particular Nickelback song, it's actually really good, and it has a two-part harmony. The whole song, which I thought was really unique. Oh, this is like a grunge band and stuff, but there's two singers, and they're harmonizing the whole time. Fun. It was a great song, but every song since was a disappointment. And I, that kind of doesn't happen a lot outside of California, I'm finding. There's times when they'll kind of test a single over there on a coast, and then uh, the second single will be the one that really breaks. I don't remember what Nickelback's second single was, but it was just, I'll say, less than captivating. You've already spoke way too much about Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they got that one great song. You guys, check it out. Leader of Men. Media recommendation. They, it's not a great song. <laughs> they probably don't even play it anymore. They probably forsook it. The other guy that sang in it probably died. And they probably... For me, I'd have to probably say Sugar Ray. I still like Sugar Ray, though. But they were annoying to me back then. Oh, I gotcha. That's a good way to look at this. Because there's things that uh, we couldn't stand then that might have had some redemption. I think Sugar Ray is a perfect example of something that, like, the songs are awful when you hear them a, a ton of times. But if it's been a few months, it's like, all right. 
There's yeah. a halo hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's four-post bed. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. I always, I'm going to do the other version of this challenge. I always, from the beginning, could not understand Godsmack. It seems like all the guitar riffs are just they one, weren't around when I was in one chord rhythmically going to the drums. Like the drummer could play the drum line on the guitar and it would be the same song. You could just hit the guitar with a stick and get a similar like music situation happening. Fight me on this, Godsmackers. Fight me. Yeah. Fight me. Challenge it. Anyway, that's that's a challenge you can play at home. I'm trying to find the chat. Who who got Boom. All right. Hey, what's up, Buck? They have shirts that hug dogs, too. Shirts that hug dogs. Oh, I think he might have been talking about over on our on our website over here. There's other products up in here. Yeah. There's a shirt that hugs a dog. Whoa. Sneep. Sneepy. <laughs> okay. This shirt is Snoopy and Charlie Brown mixed together in the face. Has a nose on the side of the other nose. <laughs> Snappy. Oh, 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 man. This artist is awesome. Definitely check out. Jordan. <laughs> Bootleg Michael Jordan shirt. Oh, man. I keep coming back to that one. This is great. I thought we were going to have some more band hate in the chat, but that can wait. We're not here to, to harbor hate anyway. All right. Uh, there's an awesome... Uh, napkin math about homeless and how we spend more money on homeless people than it would cost if we just put them in houses with food like more than uh, by some estimates we're spending more on homeless each person we put them in old hotels that they're instead of blowing them up yeah fix the hotels up to make them to make them homeless shelters and they have to you know so they can get they can get themselves back in the system. They have a place to live. They have three months to, you know, yeah. get a job, get get work, and then they have and then they have to start paying rent to and stay to stay there. there can they be, get three months of free rent, get a job, clean yourself up. There can be placeholder work like there is for people with intellectual disabilities that get on the system. They get job placement help, and that job placement help is available. I mean, if you think about it, it's hard to get. Circus going. Circus is already a homeless shelter. Yeah, it's halfway there. <laughs> it's halfway there. This would be this would solve that other problem I've been wrestling with is what to do with Circus Circus. Make it a homeless shelter. Oh man, can we do that with Excalibur too? Yes. Thank you so much for finding the spin on and this. The and the Rio since they chipper. just sold it. We'll yeah. just turn that into a homeless shelter too. Perfect. We've got plenty to fill it all. There's enough homeless that that yeah. will take care of the homeless in Vegas. Those three hotels. Yeah, and uh, this city is such a trap for that. Um and there's so uh, there's such an inclination to just blame the people, but when you get past a certain point, it's hard to dig yourself out of it. But there has to be a level of like, you know, why if they're homeless for certain reasons. If you're homeless because you're an idiot and you're <laughs> and you're a drug addict and this and that, we're not going to take care of you. Well, that's where the counseling but, and, and stuff comes in. Well, but they but they still can't have a house. <laughs> they can't have a free place. If to you're live. if you're a chronic chronic but squander, if you lost your, but if you lost your job because the place uh, closed or something, and you're legitimately trying. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, a lot of people that are drug addicts have other mental disabilities that they're self-treating that way and, and things that could get counseled. Not, not like that. these two homeless people that were by Walmart the other day sitting in lawn chairs <laughs> with a cooler 
with their sign propped up next to them that says, can you help us? That reminds me of the kind of people that Vegas attracts sometimes. There are people that are like career homeless that just think this would be a great city to like mooch at. And it's sometimes I get really mad at someone coming here to take advantage of things like this that then like squander resources that are for people that are really down and out. So that's like a whole nother argument. But I really feel like even if someone was just uh, like intentionally hopeless, if we at least put them in a place where they don't get street diseases and cost less in emergency room visits that that person would need to keep them up to, to shovel them up and keep them alive uh, than it would for what like a, a small apartment would cost just to keep keep the, the sun off of them. <laughs> Someone comes by and flips them over now and again. And and that that kind of taking care of people that right now are just like uh, festering and letting like uh, the disease situation like where uh, plague is coming back in L.A. and stuff like that. It's like oh, you, you give these people like a shower and a place to sleep, even if they're going to do everything else wrong, um, at least save emergency room time. Anyhow, the math is crazy on it. It's like more than I make a year. You could just like take what I make a year plus 10 or 20 percent. And that's what it's costing per capita because of the extreme medical things, just waiting for people to get to the very end. So that was a rant that Greg wanted to toss in here that we played around with a little bit and some linkage on some stuff that backs that up. If you don't know any kind of fact time behind that, but we're in the tail end now. I'm just doing a, a little skim about what, other fun stuff. There's always extra stuff left in the notes to to check out that we neglect. So again, highly recommend that part of the journalism. Wow, I didn't know that the person that created the Labradoodle is really regretful about it. <laughs> ah! Apparently, this person says they opened a Pandora's box and released a Frankenstein monster about the Labradoodle. <laughs> By Labradoodles, I mean, I know you got to cut the fur out of the eyes. That's an issue. <laughs> man, it's just one of his greatest life regrets. Oh, man, thanks, New York Times. It's just a tease. Like, I think I'd have to subscribe to tell you any more about it's just that. Okay, let's find another news article another time to figure out why this Labradoodle dude's so worried about it. What's the Labradoodle controversy? Anyway, join the chat on that. That's yeah. more. We've got more questions <laughs> than answers with that. Did you know that some turmeric is laced with lead to make it more yellow? <laughs> Man, so if you're buying that shady turmeric, I don't know if you go to a reputable dealer or if you go to the black market for your turmeric, but... I tend to just trust any dude on the street that says he's got extra turmeric lying around. Yeah. I want that good turmeric deal. And it turns out <laughs> I might have been eating lead <laughs> to make it more yellow because I'm, I'm on that turmeric tip. Don't even. Okay. Talked about the barnacle. Not enough we can say about the barnacle. Celebs that look like one another. Anyhow. Well, I guess it's time to just... Uh, close it out with some pictures of lead and turmeric and ask you what your favorite thing you've ever made with your turmeric is. I've never <laughs> used turmeric, <laughs> so I'm good. You've never just like woken up one morning and thought, man, this is... Mm, I got a hankering. It's turmeric Tuesday. Yeah. No, I think I'm good on that. Uh, do you say turmeric or do you say turmeric? 
because apparently, although it's spelled turmeric, both pronunciations are correct. Right. Yeah. I, I love you're right behind me on that. No argument there. I've looked into this too, and both are approved. So that's the thing I want you to take away from me, guys. Sometimes both ways of saying a thing is okay. So There's no need to fight. Yeah, stop fighting. Stop. Just get along. Yeah, no need to, to get barnacled. <laughs> Be good. Don't leave your junk cars lying around. And, and we won't barnacle them down. There's going to be just cars with barnacles littering certain parking lots. It's not going to make them go away. It's going to be upside down ones. Yeah, the car's not right side up. It's, you don't have to put anything on it. It's already immobilized, <laughs> which I've seen driving around. Sometimes someone crashes a car. They don't tell anybody. They just leave the car in the middle of the road just to get discovered later. <laughs> so there'll be these like rogue hulking masses in the middle of these dark desert roads sometimes. Just like, oh, it's an extra car there. Someone left. Anyhow, all right. I had a good time, regardless of everything <laughs> that I put you all through. This is a very tricky way to get me to co-host. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It worked out. Tonight. Tonight. 11 o'clock. Don't miss it. Red Rock Casino. The reddest of rocks. Our karaoke finalists. From the Zoe Boy karaoke contest on the Rock and Comedy Show. The best take, in town. Take the stage at the Zoe Boy show. Take it. To perform their song. I do not know what song they are performing, but it is Natalie and Megan up there tonight performing. If so come following. on down and party with the Rock and Comedy Show. It's the culmination of it's karaoke. It's a free show. Yeah. It's a free show. It's, it's free. a good time. And Zoe Boy always puts on a good time. Every time there's it's, fascination and wonder. Yeah. It's Captivation. Good, good time. Thursday. We can't forget about Thursday, October 3rd. We have the craziest remote Thursday. Everyone's got to pop in. It could be our liveliest remote yet. From 2 to 4 p.m., Golden Tiki, which is good any time of the day. Yeah, if you haven't been there, there's robot birds that are from Disneyland. <laughs> there's a whole tiki situation. The like Phallus no Palace in the girls' bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Boys can sneak in, too. Yeah, because you can watch. So you can go on the tour. You hit the button, and the guy gives you a little guide of... All the penises that are in there. <laughs> There's <laughs> barrels with fire in them. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but Todd Newton is the host with the most, and that's the name of his podcast. He's been with Radio Vegas almost three years, and he's doing his first ever live remote for us. His show's normally 30 minutes, but he's going to do two hours. And he's got celebrity guests coming down, and he's making it a listener appreciation party. So there's going to be gifts and prizes to win. And he asked me to co-host, so I think that's pretty cool. Hell, uh, that tiki place, Golden Tiki, is just the most thorough tiki adventure I've ever stepped foot in. 3939, Spring Mountain Road. Spring Mountain. That's where it happens. And with that, I have to grudgingly release you all from my clutches. Goodbye. Tell the others. Tell your family. Uh, and mention it to strangers. Rock and comedy show. At the bank, rock and comedy show uh, throughout the week. Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, 6, 3, and 3 in that <laughs> order. But check out the schedule page and check out the YouTube. I mentioned Radio Vegas Rocks, all one word on YouTube. Great place to see this whole episode. And toss a subscribe. Holla a sub. Hook it up. Punch the, punch the bell. Punch the bell in its bell face. That's, that's it. Bye. Is this?